You're listening to The Something Podcast. The show where two friends discuss various topics, share some laughs, and are experts at being unqualified. From Johannesburg, South Africa, here are your hosts. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. What's up, Nader? Tummy, tummy, tummy. Guess what? This is a topic. What are you guys talking about? Apparently nothing. You asked him if Pluto's a planet, didn't you? No, <laughs> shut up, Rick. Oh, it's not. I like Rick. It can be a planet. It can be a planet again. Planet, 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 planet. Yeah, no. Sorry. You... Pluto is a planet. No, it is not a planet. <laughs> so that's the topic for today. So that's the topic for today, yeah. It's... And it's Pluto the planet, not Pluto the dog, Disney. Well, uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the dog pet to the other dog family, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually a fun topic today. Yeah. It's Just Pluto for fun. I mean, this debate has been going on for how many years? Old school versus new school. You know, older generations grew up with knowing Pluto's a planet. New kids on the block just know about eight planets. Some say it's a dwarf planet. Some say it's not a planet. And some say it should be reinstated as a planet. So quite a debate going on there. Yeah, you know what? It's pretty straightforward. I don't know why there's a debate in a way. Because uh, if anything, Pluto is a dwarf planet. But it doesn't really re- uh, meet. It, I'd say it doesn't actually qualify for the name planet itself. Well, I disagree. Yeah, even if they call it a dwarf planet, it should just be called a, a satellite. If look, look, logically speaking, the word planet is so outdated, we don't even need to actually use it anymore in today's society. I suppose. Think about it. If I say planet, what do you think about? This thing, ball that might have life on it. The, okay, yes, cool. yes. If I'm going to say moon, then you're going to think there's doom, gloomy, freaking pale that ice darkness. <laughs> but there's moons out there that can sustain potential life Probably. there's greenery there's water mm-hmm. there's all of these things there is planets out there that's so cold it basically looks like a moon so the word planets i think we should start shifting and just start calling them worlds okay wait hold on you <laughs> your entire angle is to just disprove the word planet no so that pluto no. can be a planet no that is that is a, no that is a very no very what i'm tricky. saying is the word planet is outdated so whether pluto is a planet or not I'm saying... So is Pluto, it's outdated. Okay, you can, you can call Pluto whatever you want, but I'm saying the word planet needs to be shifted to worlds. To worlds. Because okay. our definition of planet is too archaic. Okay, cool. I get what you're saying. It makes sense that to say... But I still believe moons, Pluto is a planet. It's a, no, it's not. <laughs> I get it. Some satellites, moons in other words, are um, big enough and sustainable enough to... Breathe life. Yeah, so some moons look, look more like a planet, planet than, than what we moon. classify as a planet. I mean, like, look at Jupiter. It's got, what, 16 moons, and most of them are, like, bigger than Earth already. And you would call them planets. But because their mother planet is a mother of a planet, it's humongous, they are now known as satellites or moons. So with Pluto, on the other hand, having a planet as big as it is, yeah, or rather small as it is, and its moon, or rather moons, are basically like dots flying around it. Yeah. And also because of where it is located, it kind of doesn't qualify as our planet in the solar system. Well, first, let's start with the history. All right, the history. Oh, my favorite part. So Pluto is what? It was discovered in 1930? Yes, yeah, you got that right. Uh, it was discovered in 1930 by a fella 
by the name of Clyde Tombo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, it's yeah. right. Clyde Tombo. Tombo. Yeah, okay. That's one. Yeah. In 1930, in the Lowell Observatory. Yeah. Now, the Lowell Observatory was created by a man named Percival Lowell. Um, and however, it was Clyde who was tasked with the, with the systematically image, imaging the night sky to determine where whether any objects had shifted positions. Yeah. You know, uh, he did it. He did this using a technique which is also still implemented to the day, uh, called the blink comparator. Meaning that this technique, what it does is, well, now it's performed by computers, of course. But at that time, it, it was physically done by a person by sitting a person, there day yeah. and night. That's right. And if you think about it, blink comparator, just like the word itself, you have to like basically rapidly shift the the, the images that were taken in the night sky. Back and forth, back and forth, making sure that you don't miss anything to basically... So, so let, let's imagine there's an A4 sheet with 2,000 dots on it. Yes. You need to check every few seconds if one of those dots moved or if there's a new dot. That's right. Manually with your eyes. With your eyes, that's correct. Trying to make the illusion of a planetary Just movement. Just in the hope that there's one dot one that dot. actually moves. Imagine. Or one dot that actually appears that wasn't there. That isn't there. So yeah, that's what this guy had to do in 1930. And that must have been... Daunting. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that at all. I'm but sorry, he discovered Pluto. <laughs> but then he, he discovered, discovered Pluto, Pluto, which was then what they were trying to find called Planet X. Yes. But they didn't end up calling it Planet X anyway. So, yeah. Well, it wasn't Planet X. It was Pluto that they it discovered. Pluto it wasn't was Planet discovered. X that they were actually looking, looking for. for yeah. They found something else. And in that time, they also believed that Pluto might have even been bigger than Earth. There wasn't really any comparison that they could do. There wasn't the technology. The technology was what they're lacking because what they noticed and what made them think that the Pluto was bigger than Earth was because of the brightness. Yes. And normally when a planet is bright, that means either it's very, very big. That's it. Or it's close. Yeah. But then this one was fast, so they thought it was it was very big. But it wasn't. It was very tiny. <laughs> now, Pluto itself... Is named after the god of the underworld, yeah. not the Disney character, guys. No, Disney character was named after the <laughs> after planet. the planet. Yeah, so you know that's that's how the history goes. It's also <laughs> why people love the planet Pluto. You know, they they grew up with knowing planet Pluto and As a they dog. grew up with knowing <laughs> the dog. <laughs> yeah, what a nice way to try and you know propaganda the idea of Pluto being a planet by making it a nice character. Okay, but Pluto was a planet during that time. Mm, yeah, they were wrong. Anyway. So, yeah, Greek god of the underworld. Um, this now was the name proposed by, obviously, what? An 11-year-old. That's why everyone today likes the planet Pluto, because it sounds so cute. Oh, my God, an 11-year-old well, named it. It was oh. a cute, and it is a cute planet. It's still beautiful. It's still like <laughs> the stepbrother of our solar system on the side. Growing up, most kids' favorite planet was Pluto because of him being the outcast and the icy planet and all of that stuff. Okay, Pluto so the underworld is Pluto the I underdog. Did, I did not grow up knowing it, that an 11-year-old named it and, oh, Pluto, whatever. I grew up with facts, and the facts at that time was it's a planet, it's the ninth planet, it's icy, it's all of that information. And it's very, very far away, outside our solar system, unfortunately. So that's the problem with Pluto. Now, that's the discussion that we are here about, guys. Not that if worlds should be called planets or planets should be called worlds and moons and blah, 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 trying to disprove the entire conversation here. No, that's not what I was nice doing. Nice try. No. <laughs> I see you. So why was Pluto declassified? Okay. All right. So, guys, here's the thing. Pluto is now classified as a, a dwarf planet. It's orbiting 
in a in a solar out just outside our solar system in the area called the Kuiper belt the Kuiper belt is the area where it is filled with a lot of other I would say planetary or other objects that are just so many it seems like it's dust yeah so that's what the Kuiper belt is it's not cleared it's an area that's not cleared by big planetary systems like you know earths and and jupiters and stuff <clears throat> sorry because if you look at our solar system as far as uh neptune there's no debris i would say so the kuiper belt falls just after that clean area of planets just orbiting without okay. any disturbance pluto falls in within that area yeah pluto is kuiper in belt. the kuiper belt meaning that it's amongst dust <laughs> and dust it's amongst dust and asteroids and, and asteroids, debris exactly. and all of that stuff yes meaning that it was not big enough or another worldly enough to clear its path yeah it even orbits weirdly it orbits weirdly but it still orbits around the sun and however it cannot clear its own orbit yes exactly and also it does borrow its gravitational pull around the sun to actually orbit the sun from Neptune. That's it's correct. bigger brother. Now, you think to yourself, it doesn't seem like Pluto is doing much for himself to actually qualify as a world. Yes, you're quite right. But anyway, let me go any, uh, a little bit further. Now, in 1992, inquiries emerged that, uh, that created the controversy of whether they should consider Pluto as a planet. Uh, this planet, like I said, exists in the Kuiper belt with other bodies that orbit the region of, for that region of space. Uh, which are normally very small satellites and asteroids. Yes, Sean, you're right. Yeah. And not only does Pluto exist in this region, it behaves very similar to the more, uh, to the manner of an asteroid or comet. You know? Yeah. So, it's not even the biggest object in this Kuiper Belt region. Okay, so you're seriously worried about the size. So no, because you're, you're... size does matter in this sense, unfortunately. No, it does not. <laughs> it kind of does. I'll does explain not. to you why. Because if you look at um, what the theory of how planets are made, it's normally a planet is made from collusion of many asteroids in that region of space to, that, they, that they combine and become one big planetary system or world. Yeah. And then they start making, or they get an, an, a gravitational pull. Yes. Um, same would happen with their satellites and moons, and therefore they would create an orbit. Okay. And clear that space. Yeah, you're But right. now, if you're not big enough to do that, you don't even have a gravitational pull strong enough to sustain uh, from from a cloud of, of, stero of steroids, asteroids, <laughs> and comets hitting you, then you're not really a planet. You're more like a guy standing, a sitting duck. Still going around the sun, you still have a pull, even if it's from your big brother Neptune. It's uh, still yeah, there. It's, you're basically an asteroid because your pull is so, depending on another. So why was it declassified? All right. So Wait, what three methods did they have to determine? That's right. They, they had to put down three First classifications. First one, it needed to go around the sun. That's right. It needed to orbit around the sun. And these guys, it's not just some people who just decided they're going to classify planets now. This is the International Astronomical Union, the IAU. <laughs> That's it. Um, and then the second one? The second one of their classification was that the object must be massive enough to be rounded or spherical 
by its own gravity. That's it. More specifically, its own gravity should pull into the shape defined by the now scientific word hydrostatic equilibrium. So Pluto has both of those qualifications. It only makes so those because it's the third one that's the bugger. It's the third one that it doesn't. So the make. third one is it hasn't cleared its neighborhood around its orbit, which is what I was stressing yeah. about to say. It basically is a sitting dust, a sitting duck. Any other object. In the, pla in, in the in the in the in the space can literally collide with Pluto. So keep now just in mind, in 1930 when they discovered all of these things, they didn't know about the Cooper uh, Belt and they didn't know that these things existed. That's right. That's yeah. why you know science and technology and engineering always improves so that we can always rectify and make sure that we do everything correctly. Yeah. Now, Pluto doesn't meet the third point. Yes. Why do we call that now? Then they clear, classified it as a dwarf planet. Because okay. if only did it meet the first uh, first classification, then it would be no more than an asteroid okay. or a comet. Yeah. You know, and some asteroids do keep an orbit for a while before they like wander off. You know, they just come through like that friend who visits every Saturday but doesn't want to really stay for long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what asteroids do. But yeah, Pluto... Fortunately for them, they're not classified as an asteroid because they meet the second part as well to say that they do have an, uh, uh, um, a gravity. They have a gravity, but their gravity is not that strong. Yeah, but the second term that was more defined about the size, it needs to be not a size, the shape, it needs to be round. It wasn't as much focused on the gravity portion, it was focused on the size, it needs to be spherical. It, it does. Okay. Yes. Like I said, what causes... So the only term or, or out of those three marks, it was only they need to clear their own neighborhood. That is why it was declassified. Yeah, it needs to clear its own neighborhood. Because yeah. you're going to run into shit. <laughs> Pluto's going to crash into somebody. We don't like that kind of... Vibe. What oh. kind of neighborhood is that that is a, a rogue person? Let me tell you now <laughs> my opinion. All right, please do. Pray tell. <laughs> Demoting Pluto is and was unfair. Yeah, well. <laughs> Let's just start there. Mm. The new definition they use to determine if a planet is a planet relies on information such as the mass and shape. You can agree with that? Yeah. And this was not and could not be known in the 1930s. Fine. Okay. Now, the new definition requires that a planet be round. Heck, is the Earth even really round? No, it's a sphere. Yeah, sphere. So no. that's still fine. So don't judge Pluto by the company it keeps, you know. <laughs> now I'm asking oh, wow. you this. The new definition requires that a planet's gravitationally clears its orbit, like we just discussed. Mm -hmm. What about Trojan asteroids around Jupiter? What about asteroids and comets, comets around the Earth? Oh, what about dust? That rule could reduce the number of planets to zero. It doesn't say it needs to be a specific kind of thing uh, that it needs to clear or how, what percentage just says it needs to clear everything. Basically, no planet is then a planet in our solar system. Yeah, this argument again. Think about it. Worlds. Think <laughs> about it. If an object really is massive enough to clear, in brackets, its orbit, uh -huh. it's going to be self-compressed round and the playing field is not really level. Nothing is really 100% round in our solar system. Yeah, okay. Because... Sphere. Sphere, yes. <laughs> and a body's difficulty is in clearing its orbit increases as a function of its distance from the sun. So what? Okay, no, actually, clearing, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Clearing is most difficult for Pluto because it is the furthest planet away. But it's not. It is. It's the furthest. Okay, it's the first round spherical sphere 
outside our solar system, outside of still, Neptune. Still, still by us. Okay. <laughs> Pluto is just simply put a product of poor neighborhood. Really? Yes. Is Pluto, yes. Is, yes. Is Pluto like if Mars, like Pluto, lived in a cluttered region, such as the Cape Belt, it would no longer be considered a planet. Uh, not necessarily. No. Listen again. If Mars, like Pluto, lived in a cluttered region, such as the Kuiper Belt, it would no longer be considered a planet because it will have exactly all of the symptoms that you just mentioned. Mars would not be able to clear its own region, but we know it's a planet right now. But basically because it's in a bad neighborhood. Sorry. <laughs> Now, instead, Mars was brought up at the ritzy address, living in the Santon life, you know? Yeah, obviously. Uber, like, like Uber, wherever you want to go. It's got massive Jupiter nearby to help him clean up its orbit. <laughs> yes. So, sure, let Mars own personal butler do it for him, you know? Oh, wow, really? Own personal butler, That's Jupiter? <laughs> now, now, listen, listen. We usually don't define things based on their location. We usually don't. No, we, we don't. have star clusters, not a cluster of stars. Yes, yes, yes. The new planet definition was not chosen through a transparent process. Well, I, no, I no, remember no. that that no. was the issue that they had. Like we didn't have to, say, we didn't get a say. Oh. That's it. Oh. Now, despite the best efforts of the committee and its chairman, the story gives the impression that science is done in the back room. Mm -hmm. The international. This word, the International <laughs> Astronomical Union, yes, the IAU. UAU, oh, IAU. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Sorry, I've lost my train of thought now. The International Astronomical Union planet uh -huh, definition yeah. vote was botched. Yes, it uh, was even worse than Trump versus Hillary. Uh, How dare you? By the way, <laughs> what's with that substitute dwarf planet? You mean a dwarf planet is not a planet? I mean, where's a linguist when you actually need one? <laughs> <laughs> the new planet definition have also affected Pluto's research funding. Yeah, because it really isn't in the same solar system as we need it to be so that it okay. can matter. So now tell me, <laughs> would the space probe to Pluto have made it off the ground today? No, it wouldn't have because people wouldn't have even thought that Pluto was worthy. In 20, well, sorry, 2006, 2006 yeah. they sent that space probe new there. Horizon. It took them 10 years flying at 36,000 miles per hour. Uh -huh. And then when it reached there in 2015 and it took photos, Pluto even had the shape of a heart printed on it. That's how damn happy he was to see Oh, uh, really? <laughs> That's how happy the photos were, like amazing. Actually, you know what's weird? Because they're saying that because of the atmosphere in, in Pluto, there might be life there. Exactly. Uh, they might have seen it coming like, ah, let's make a heart. If Pluto wasn't a planet, we wouldn't have known that Pluto is actually a pinkish color. Yes. And we don't know why. So now <laughs> if Pluto's not a planet, we are not going to get funding to actually go and see why it's pink, dummy. Pink, the planet that you always thought was just a ball of ice is pink with a heart. All right, it is a sort of ball of ice still. It's just a pink ice, okay? <laughs> He's got a red bleeding ice cold heart, Pluto. Now, now listen, <laughs> the word dwarf has negative connotations already. Yes, I mean, at no, least we... along the public public at large. Yes, yes, it's not politically correct. Between Pluto <laughs> and dwarfs, there's just too much Disney floating around. <laughs> we Actually. are in danger of convincing people that scientific classifications is real and not a human construct. Humans can make mistakes, dummy. Human can make error, dummy. Science is science, but science can also be disproven by science by humans. Uh, yeah. So it's not a cast in stone. That's how it must be. 
So, Pluto discovered Clyde Tom's book story is too good to be thrown away. Okay, yes. He can you, Tommy. Tommy sitting right next to me right now. Can you build a telescope out of a Model T fort and discover a whole planet on the other side of a solar system? No, you can't. That's how much effort it took back then to actually discover this. True, yes. They put in a lot of work and they did some crazy uh, engineering to find the planets. But it doesn't still say what he did to find the planet qualifies anything he finds as a planet. Okay. He could have okay. found an asteroid that was it big enough have. to look like a planet. And then he just got excited and I'm like, oh, my old engineering technology just found something. Well, luckily he <laughs> called it Pluto. So besides kids with... Kids grew up with Pluto. Yes. Millennials grew up with Pluto. Generation yes. X, baby boomers. It's that's just basically Generation Z that didn't really have Pluto. Yes, that's right. We all grew up with the Pluto being, being the ninth planet. And remember one important thing. It sounds a heck of a lot better than Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> now, like I said to you, <laughs> the word planet is in popular usage. It has been for millennia. However, can astronomers really just hijack a word? Just like that. Sounds pretty snobbish to me. What do you mean? They just took the word planet and now they have their own definition and nobody in this entire planet is allowed to use the word planet for any other, for any other thing because they say what the planet is and they can change it at any given time. I see what you're trying to do here, Sean. I'm already doing it. <laughs> so even if defining Pluto as a planet is whimsical, uh. what's wrong with a whimsical definition? Astronomy already has such nonsensical items as planetary nebula, the large Magellanic cloud, and uh, yeah. asteroids, which, to be fair, isn't really anything aster about it. You know, aster, flower, asteroid. No, there's no flowers on it, there. It looks flowery when it's But flies. it's the word asteroids. <laughs> so my word to you is Pluto is and always will be a planet. Deal with it, Tommy. Yeah, whatever. Pluto needs to like give up on deal this with fight. It, deal okay. with it. Deal with it. Pluto is a planet. They're not big enough. <laughs> if any other planet in a solar system was moved to the paper belt, we would automatically not classify this as a planet. So if Earth had to be there, you would be living on a what? I'd be living on... A random asteroid, comet, spherical that has inhabitants life floating through debris and but we're not a planet anymore yeah because it's a possibility of coming to a collision course with asteroids like itself we are uh, able to be in a collision course right now in a million years from now yeah well that million years from now there will be other different okay, well, well, circumstances let, let me say in this. play let me say this yeah one year on planet Pluto uh -huh. is it's like 284 oh, yeah, yeah. Earth years <laughs> yeah we discovered Pluto in 1930. Mm -hmm. That makes him how old? What? One? <laughs> no, 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 no. For us. Oh, for us. Oh, it makes it 80, like 80 something, something years, years now. Old. Yeah, 85 years, yeah. Pluto has not even gone around the sun once since we discovered it. No, not at all. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. Before Pluto's first birthday, hear my words, we will reclassify him. There's campaigns going on around the whole world. 2016. Just because of number three, it does not clear its own neighborhood. Scientists and astrophysicists and all of these people have stood up and said, we need to really look at this. 200 years of science and looking at the stars and astronomy. Mm -hmm. Nothing, yes. nothing uses the terminology that these people use with number three planet needs to clear its own. Obviously, this, this, this classification had to be 
created from scratch. And this is why people are disproving it, and this is why people are saying it is wrong, and this is why there's no scientific evidence to back it up, except that one little piece that they did and they reclassified it. And this is why in 2016 people came back and said we need to look at this again, because the people are not agreeing. The because people you guys, saying it's wrong. you guys want to visit your neighbor, gosh, <laughs> we said one, 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 yeah, of, uh, was it New Horizon? Yeah. Uh, a spaceship over there. It took 10 years to get there, yes. And you guys now got so excited and you, you got, visit the, you again. got greeted with the most beautiful images that <sighs> we've ever seen. A massive image that looks like a heart, the pinkish color. We could see craters and mountains and all of these things in there that we've never ever been able to see before. And it opened up so much new questions to why is it pink? What is happening on there? What's on the other side? So, all I'm saying for is, Pluto man, to be a planet, there for will Pluto, be funding not, to go there. Exactly, for you guys to have funding to go to a planet which really doesn't much make much of a difference to us, seeing that it's so far away. It makes a massive difference. You can learn so much. Yeah, learn so much about the outer side of the solar system. We need to know our first eight planets first. Yeah. Figure them out. Because we already know the ninth planet very well. So, <laughs> if you do that, the eighth planet also needs some attention. Yeah, can we give them attention? Because they are actually planets and there's no dispute about that. This is why it took 10 years for the New Horizon spacecraft to get there. And then in that 10 years, we were focused on the other planets. Mm, it's yeah. not like we focus 100% only on planet Pluto. That's what you guys want though. <laughs> That's what you guys want though. Anyways, this debate will go on forever. This debate will continue till the end of time. But before Pluto turns one, one his, for us... It's basically a quarter to one now. That's it. So before he turns one, Pluto will eventually become a planet. Yeah, I suppose by then we won't really care. You guys can have that. <laughs> That's why I'm still your neighborhood saying as much as you want. Pluto is still a part of our family. Whether you want to or not, it's still attached to us. There's history. There's relevance. Eh. The generations grew up with it. You're eh. not going to get rid of it so quickly. You can say whatever you want. You can call it whatever you want. But Pluto will still be a planet to those that grew up with Pluto being a planet. I mean, I grew up with Pluto you being a planet. Never, you were never in I, those classes because you were probably skipping or something. Well, I do. So that's why you do not have this feeling. What, this attachment to some <laughs> astray <But>, planet? <laughs> but, but let's leave it there. Nobody, yeah, okay. The guys, listener can decide whether you guys decide. a planet or not. I know Sean had a lot of points to mention. Facts. Um, facts. Right, anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> We've decided to change thing up here at the Something Podcast. Oh yes, uh, that's right. So normally we predetermine what kind of a topic we're going to discuss and we prepare it for it and stuff. But when we decided, this uh, is now episode seven, mm -hmm. and we actually want to aim to make one hundred podcast shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to keep you guys as entertained as long as possible. But. Choosing the topics can be difficult at stages, mm -hmm. and we might not always see eye to eye on certain topics. Uh, all topics. <laughs> so what we have decided to do is we wrote down 100 topics. Yes, basically made a list of the most random, most awesome topics, hopefully. Some are boring, some are amazing, and some are just, what the fuck? Yeah, that's just weird as hell. But anyway, we wrote down 100, and that's what we did. That's it. Tried so, to make sure that we've got as many as possible. We put them all in a little container, and now during each podcast episode that we do, mm -hmm. one of us are going to pull the topic for the next episode. And we stick to it. And then you, the listener, also knows what to expect of the next coming show. Exactly. So we could pull out something as weird as 
Tag. Time itself. Here is the first That's the raffle. one. Yes. So, All right. Tommy, so. will you do us the honor and choose the topic for next week's episode? I'm afraid. Be afraid. Be very. We very don't know afraid. what it is. <laughs> I, th- I think that the old way is better. <laughs> let's not. Let Let's choose. All right, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm in the cookie jar. I am in the cookie jar and I'm pulling out a cookie. It's like, you know, pulling out a fortune cookie. Wait, I think I grabbed two. Oh, no, it's no, only it's one. one. It's one, it's one. And the topic for next week is? Don't tell me. Everything Rick and Morty. Yay! Oh, wow. Okay, guys, that is like coincidental and, because and I, I started the show like that. I yeah. Know. <laughs> but yeah, that's the next topic for the next uh, episode. It's Everything, everything Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. And Rick is an earth scientist and he actually declared that Pluto's a planet like you heard in the beginning of this episode. What? Bah! Thank you. Pluto's no. a planet. Cheers before Tommy says anything else. No, Bye. The- <laughs>